This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Imagine you're in the hospital and your life may depend on getting a certain prescription drug, but there isn't any to give you. That's the harsh reality for a growing number of Americans. Right now we see that we have a huge number of shortages, more than we've ever had in any previous year. The problem is definitely getting worse. Then, does big money corrupt the political process? A Harvard Law School professor and ethics expert says yes it does. Somewhere between 30 and 70 percent of a representative's time is spent in the game of raising money. You constantly are aware how everything you do might affect or interfere with the ability to raise money. Those two stories, and a lot more, are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stick around. Our show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Even with the best medical care available and expert doctors prescribing you just the right dosage, if the drugs simply aren't available, it can become a life-threatening situation. Yet that's apparently what's happening in some situations. To explain, let's welcome Aaron Fox, manager of the Drug Information Service at the University of Utah Hospital in Salt Lake City. Aaron, what's going on with the hospital drug shortages? Well, this is a problem that our Drug Information Service has been tracking nationally for the past 10 years. And really, it's an increasing problem. Right now, we see that we have a huge number of shortages, more than we've ever had in any previous year. The problem is definitely getting worse. This has actually resulted in some fatalities, is that correct? It has, unfortunately. When some medications aren't available, some patients have died as a result of drug shortages. What is causing this? I mean, aren't the drug companies doing what they're supposed to be doing? It's not easy to lay the blame on any one place. But what is happening is that overall we have very few manufacturers of these hospital drugs, these injectable drugs. And some of these companies are having manufacturing problems at the same time which just doesn't leave anybody really to take up the slack. And these are specific injected generic drugs we're talking about here. So these aren't your typical over-the-counter drugs, but some very specific drugs that I guess are very vital. They are. Now, there are a few drugs that are impacted when patients go to the pharmacy and their prescription isn't filled. We have had shortages of drugs that are used to treat attention deficit disorder, for example. But most of the drugs, you're right, are injectable generic drugs. Now, there are some brand name injectable drugs that are short as well, but if you want to make a generalization, most of them are generic drugs. Erin, how many different drugs are involved, and are there one or two that are most vital? Right now, we have 213 drugs that we are tracking here at our University of Utah Drug Information Service. Some are chemotherapy drugs, so those are obviously very critical. We're also talking about electrolyte drugs, and these are used to make a variety of different things, sometimes just to help a patient's blood level get to the right point, but other times to make things like total parenteral nutrition, or TPN, that are absolutely essential for some people to live. Now, if I have a loved one, perhaps, who needs to be hospitalized, is there any advantage to being in one hospital or one part of the country versus another, or is this just a widespread problem? This is a very widespread problem, and in some cases, some hospitals will be out of a drug, and the hospital across the 
street will still have drug. Part of that is because the way that drugs are distributed in our country, we have three main distributors of drugs, and they each distribute drugs in a different way. So they each have a different method. And so hospitals are impacted at different times. And if you think about it, hospitals treat different kinds of patients, and so they're going to need different kinds of drugs. So certainly not every hospital is impacted by all 213 drug shortages. But there's no one way that patients can really prevent this. I do want to be clear that there are teams of pharmacists at all of the hospitals across the country doing their very best to make sure that patients are not impacted. Most of the time, we can find a very good alternative agent that's going to work just as well for the patient. But there are those few critical times when we might have to postpone a dose or possibly give a patient a less effective therapy. And that's why there's been so much media attention to this problem lately. I'm not sure that many people realize the complexity of manufacturing drugs. Obviously, things have to be sterile. There has to be purity testing. But some drugs go through many stages to be manufactured. Isn't that right? That's right. You know, in many cases, the starting material that the company uses is from a foreign country, maybe from China or India, and it goes through a number of steps before it finally is ready to be injected into your vein. So it gets really complex. There are a lot of different places along the way where something can go wrong. I recall there was a flu vaccine shortage due to some glitch in the manufacturing, and a huge batch of it had to be thrown away. So I guess this can happen if there's a mistake in the processing. That's right. That can happen. But that's not really the primary cause here. It's more of other issues, right? Yeah. FDA tells us that more than half of all shortages are related to a manufacturing problem. Again, we have few companies making these kinds of drugs, and unfortunately, we've had some bad timing where multiple companies have had problems all at the same time. Erin, are these shortages long-term situations, or are they short-term that often get resolved? You know, it really depends. We haven't been able to note when a shortage happens. We're not very good at predicting exactly how long it's going to take to resolve mostly because there are so many different factors involved in resolving a drug shortage. But some of these shortages last for years, and others only take a couple of months to resolve. Looking to the future, do you see this getting any better or worse? Well, you know, I do hope that the manufacturing plants are putting more effort into their manufacturing and quality and increasing capacity so that they can make maybe a little bit more drug, maybe have a little bit more of a cushion in the supply chain. But we know that some of these companies are having some serious manufacturing problems that are probably going to take months to resolve. So hoping for good news, but right now it doesn't seem like things are going to be improving anytime soon. And we already know that our total number of shortages that we've had this year has already beaten last year's total. Mm. So we're hoping it gets better, but right now it doesn't seem like there's much hope. Would you advise patients to not worry about it too much because the odds are fairly low this will affect any individual? Absolutely. The odds are fairly low, but because the problem is expanding, that's why pharmacists are speaking out and we're working very hard to resolve this problem. I think most patients, if you have to be hospitalized, if you have to get chemotherapy, you're going to be just fine and you're not going to be impacted by the shortages. It is a few number of drugs. And we hope that does improve. Well, if you want to check out more details, the website is ashp.org slash shortage. 
ashp.org slash shortage, and you can learn more there. Aaron Fox, manager of the Drug Information Service at the University of Utah Hospital in Salt Lake City. Aaron, we want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Next, have special interests hijacked our democracy? A legal expert says cash has corrupted politicians. Stay tuned. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 